person and virtual meeting of the San Francisco Entertainment Commission. My name is Ben Blyman. I'm the commission president. We'll start with announcements. So we want to start the meeting with a land acknowledgement. We, the San Francisco Entertainment Commission, acknowledge that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush community and by affirming their sovereign rights as first peoples. This meeting is being held in hybrid format with the meeting occurring in person in City Hall Room 416, broadcast live on SFGov TV, and available to view on Zoom or listen by calling 1669-900-6833 or using meeting ID 893-6923-8198. We welcome the public's participation during public comment periods. There will be an opportunity for general public comment at the beginning of the meeting and there will be uh, an opportunity to comment on each discussion or action item on the agenda. Each comment is limited to three minutes. Public comment will be taken both in person and remotely by video or call-in. For each item, the commission will take a public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. For those attending in person, please fill out a speaker card located at the side table or podium. Come up to the podium during public comments, state your name, any affiliations, and then your comment. You'll have three minutes. Once finished, please hand your speaker card to myself, the senior analyst, behind the podium. If using Zoom platform to speak, select raise hand option when it's time for public comment. If calling by phone, dial star nine to be added to the speaker line when your item of interest comes up. When you are asked to speak, you unmute yourself by hitting star six. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. If you're also viewing the meeting on SFGov TV, be sure to mute it before speaking during public comment. Alternatively, while we recommend that you use Zoom audio or a telephone for public comment, you may also submit a written public comment through the chat function on Zoom. Please note that commissioners and staff are not allowed to respond to comments or questions during public comment. Thank you, SFGov TV and Media Services, for sharing this meeting with the public. And now we will begin with a roll call. Uh, President Blyman. Here. Commissioner Thomas. Here. Commissioner Torres. Here. And Commissioner Wong. Here. Oh, and I would like to note for the record, pardon me, um, that we have three excused absences this evening for Commissioners Camino, Falzon, and Perez. All right, thank you. The first order of business is consideration and possible action to adopt a resolution <clears throat> making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Government Code Section 54953E, which I'm told is only going to last for another month. Um, do we have a motion to adopt this resolution? So moved. Seconded. Is there any public comment on this agenda item? There is none. All right, then we can vote. Okay, President Blyman. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. Commissioner Torres. Aye. And Commissioner Wong. Aye. All right, it has been approved. The next agenda item is number two, which is general public comment. Is there anybody um, who wants to comment on something that is not on our agenda tonight? 
I don't think anybody in the gallery. President Blyman, we do have one person on Zoom that would like to, uh, to make a comment. Their hand is raised. I will unmute them shortly. Mr. Toronto, if you can hear us, please unmute yourself, and you have three minutes. This is Barry Toronto. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you. Okay, great. I made it just in time because I'm also monitoring the MTA board meeting still going on. So um, I want to welcome Stephen Torres as the new uh, entertainment commissioner. Uh, I think it's great to have someone rep uh, representing the uh, Castro area, El Pachituku bars. Um, anyway, uh, I'm just calling again to say that, you know, Bon Bar has now switched to Mother Bar, the same person who owns um, the... Um, uh, the uh, the Parkside, and um, the problem is that still the, uh, the the Skylark is still creating problems with illegal parking on the on Rondell Alley, and people hanging out still there. I, I hope the uh, new owner doesn't have to deal with the same issues that uh, and Andrea had to deal with at, uh, at Bon Bar. But uh, I uh, I heard that that uh, the tech, the um, the uh, sound engineer or the uh, investigator fell asleep in his car while watching it. And, um, and I, th I think it's, uh, I'm not saying that I saw it firsthand, but you know, it is a problem that, that, that you're not fully investigating Skylark. Uh, I'm sorry to put it this way, but it's dangerous for everybody else. The next thing is, is uh, some of the nightclubs are still taking up too much street space, which interferes with bicycles, with pickup and drop off for taxis as well as the buses. And 11th Street is a factor. Um, the uh, audio and, and, uh, and Halcyon are still letting cars park in the bicycle lane and double and triple parking and leaving the cars unoccupied, especially next to the shared spaces. So I don't know why you don't want to participate in, in making a safer street, 11th Street, for everybody, but you're sure and encouraging uh, this, this, this type of egregious behavior by allowing the, these these unauthorized vehicles to double park, uh, especially on 11th Street, and some of, and and some of the other nightclubs are occupying, especially Great Northern, they're taking up way too much street space with their with their poles, and that is not appropriate, considering that they don't own the street. So I'd appreciate it that you deal with this issue sooner than later. Thank you very much, and good luck to you. I know it's a short agenda. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, is there any more pub general public comment? There is none. All right, then we'll close that item and we'll move on to number three, which is approval of the minutes for December 20th, 2022 commission meeting. Uh, do we have a motion to approve the minutes? So moved. Second. All right, we can uh, open to public comment. There is none. All right, we can vote. President Blyman. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. Commissioner Torres. Aye. And Commissioner Wong. Aye. All right, the meeting minutes have been approved. The next agenda item is number four, report from Executive Director Wyland. Good evening, commissioners. Um, I have a very, very brief update this evening. I just wanted to um, officially introduce you to our newest sound inspector. Uh, this is Sid Zelenak, and we're very excited to have her. She is the first woman to serve in this role, um, and we've been a commission for 20 years now, so that feels like 
a very big deal. Um, she has been in training since New Year's Eve weekend. Uh, Deputy Director Azevedo and I went out with her and our other inspectors um, at the start of the year on January 6th. And I think she's already a great addition to the team. So I would just strongly encourage you to say hi after the hearing. Um, and we're just very happy to have a full team right now. So that's all I have. I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. Oh, and so sorry, Sid, if you want to say anything, you can feel free to say hello. Just wanted to say thanks to Maggie and Caitlin and Dylan for the warm welcome. It's an honor to represent the city and the Entertainment Commission. Hope to see you soon. Very great. Okay. Questions? All right. I have no questions myself. Is there any uh, public comment on this agenda item? There is none. All right. Then we can move on to number five, which is a report from De Deputy Director Azevedo. Thanks, President Blyman. Good evening, commissioners. Um, so we've received 32 311 complaints since our last hearing on December 20th. I have a super small update for you this evening, but I also wanted to share that we actually only received two complaints on New Year's Eve this year, which is really great. Um, and as always, please feel free to ask questions if you have them after my little report here. So I just want to update you on White Rabbit, which is located over at 3138 Fillmore Street. They hold a POE permit from us, and on December 31st, Inspector Fuhrer Fiorentino responded to a 311 complaint from the night prior about loud music. And when he spoke with the manager upon arrival, um, the manager acknowledged that the door had been open the night before because the patrons had requested fresh air, but he let his security know that he needed to keep the door closed. Um, so then Inspector Fiorentino responded to another complaint on January 7th at 1.15 a.m. And when he arrived, the front door was propped open and he heard a very heavy bass presence outside. When he took a sound measurement inside, uh, they were operating above their allowable sound limit. So he worked with the manager to bring them into compliance. But I did issue a notice of violation for having their door open and exceeding their sound limit. Um, so that's the only update I have to share with you. Let me know if you have any questions. Questions? That's an impressive New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember. It was like pouring rain. It was rain. pouring rain. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, but I'll it, take it. It did stop at night, and a good time was had by some, <laughs> I will say. Uh, is there any public comment on this agenda item? There is none. All right. We'll close public comment, and then we'll move on to the next item, which is a report from uh, Ben Van Houten. But I just want to say some words before... Uh, you can come up in, it's fine. Um, and I, I'm only mentioning this because sometimes there's a man, I, I won't say hero because what's a hero, but sometimes there's a man, and I'm, I'm talking about the beard here. Sometimes there's a man, well, he's the man for his time and place. and He fits right in there, and that's the beard in San Francisco. And even if he's a hardworking man, and the beard most certainly was that, quite possibly in, uh, the most hardworking in all of San Francisco County, which places him a high running for the most hardworking worldwide. But sometimes there's a man. Sometimes there's a man. I lost my train of thought here, but <laughs> that's okay. What uh, I've introduced him enough, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ben Van Houten. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, President Blyman, and good evening, Commissioners. Um, that's 
But what a what a terrific <laughs> intro! Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's been a few months, um, so uh, a lot, lot to catch up on, uh, including I, I need to get used to those intros again. Um, uh, ben Van Houten, OEWD, with a nightlife business assistance update. Am I ready? Wonderful. Um, okay. Have some uh, uh, updates on some state and local uh, policies and programs, um, some of which uh, carry over from last year, but but are actually still ongoing too. Um, first off, uh, just to highlight some of the 2022 legislation at the state level that was signed into law, we were very pleased that the governor signed uh, SB 793, which was Senator Wiener's bill to create a new type of liquor license for live music venues. Um, that again, I, I'm sure you all know, but given the cap on full liquor licenses in San Francisco, there is a uh, high cost to uh, acquire a full liquor license on the secondary market, and it makes it uh, challenging for new music venues to uh, get started and also uh, imposes a food service requirement on uh, all ages music venues. This new license type is available directly from ABC, therefore avoiding the secondary market and no longer requires uh, food service at venues provided that they are operating as a music venue. So exciting to have that in law. Um, and now the, uh, the ABC is currently working on some emergency regulations to implement these licenses. Um, I, I don't think they're accepting applications for these licenses just yet while that regulatory process is ongoing. Um, and there's also the possibility of permanent regulations on a slightly longer timeline. But um, I've been working with uh, Neva California, the, the venue, the State Venue Association, on uh, some feedback on the emergency regulations, as well as um, we're thinking about industry outreach once these li these licenses are available to help educate everyone about the opportunities. Um, you know, certainly for new venue operators, but also for some existing venue operators who may want to switch from a uh, restaurant style you know, 47 or, or a bar style 48 liquor license to a music venue license. Um, you know, some of these venues have had their liquor license for decades. So the idea of applying for a new liquor license uh, uh, is going to be a new, a new endeavor for them. Um, second state bill signed into law last year, SB uh, 1116, which uh, is a grant program for uh, small nonprofit uh, performing arts theaters and, um, and fiscally sponsored uh, uh, theater projects uh, that is tied to the amount that they uh, pay in payroll to staff, um, which is a, a really innovative and exciting uh, program for those uh, nonprofit theaters. Um, in the governor's signing statement, he noted that there was no funding attached to the program in the legislation, so that um, needed to be hashed out during the budget process, which candidly, I'm not sure exactly what the status is of funding for that, for that program, but certainly something we will be uh, monitoring. Uh, with the start of the year, uh, new legislation afoot, and um, uh, late last year, uh, Assemblymember Haney announced AB 24, requiring certain businesses, uh, including bars, to acquire opioid antagonist kits, um, uh, so have naloxone uh, behind the bar. Um, there are a couple of other different uh, uh, industry sectors, I think gas stations and SROs are among the other categories, but bars are called out as one of those categories. So um, uh, certainly something that we are monitoring. And then uh, locally, we've been having conversations with the Department of Public Health about how to uh, support and expand upon some of the, uh, the, the uh, training, great training work that they're doing with individual businesses, thinking about how to, how to build that more into um, industry, how to amplify that work across the sector. Um, secondly, Senator Wiener introduced SB 76 last week. Um, that bill would allow local governments to create 
entertainment zones, which could be shared outdoor alcohol consumption areas, which you know really would be, I think, in conjunction with street fairs, festivals, other activity, activities to allow restaurants and bars on the corridor to be able to participate in the activity happening uh, on the street, as opposed to the festival operator getting their own separate alcohol vendor. Um, really exciting opportunity for uh, local nightlife businesses to participate in and, 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 and engage in those sorts of activities. Um, the bill also makes a couple of uh, technical amendments with respect to the music venue licenses that are, that are helpful too. Uh, additionally, late last year, the ABC uh, put out their draft regulations for alcohol service in non-contiguous areas. This is the, the idea of uh, you know, parklets or other spaces separated from a business by a public sidewalk. Um, there were, I think, among industry stakeholders, a number of concerns around the draft regulations that ABC had uh, issued, including that all alcohol carried from inside the business into the parklet had to be carried by a server, as well as some other, as opposed to by a patron, and as well as some other uh, concerns about um, requirements of sight lines and other sorts of uh, issues. Um, the comment period for those draft regulations closed in November. I know there was significant feedback from local nightlife operators, and uh, I, I think we expect updated draft regulations or, or a response to a lot of that public feedback to happen sometime early this year, so definitely something we are keeping an eye on. Final state update is on the California Venues Grant Program. That's the um, state version of the Shuttered Venues uh, uh, Grant Program that the feds uh, administered. Um, that is, again, a program to impact, uh, uh, to support venues impacted by COVID. I believe it was a $150 million program, uh, grant program. Um, there were some issues at the outset with the implementation of the program. So there is a second phase now open with some expanded eligibility for businesses that were not able to participate in it previously. Um, the, the ability to participate was determined by a business's uh, NAICS industry coding. So in the second round, there is expanded, uh, an expanded set of businesses can participate and also businesses need to show a, uh, a, a, a lesser degree of, of loss of financial impact from, uh, from COVID. Um, so, Businesses should, if they are, if if businesses have not applied already, they should apply at the, at that link right there. But also, um, California's for the Arts has been doing some really good uh, uh, work to educate the industry about this. Uh, this and it's you know moving to the second phase is just another technical layer of of uh, requirements on top of it. So really uh, would direct people uh, there as well. On the local front, um, Supervisor Dorsey's legislation that would uh, do planning code reorganization and also uh, make a number of reforms to uh, zoning in the south of market is continuing to move forward. It is currently pending in the Land Use Committee after getting out of the Planning Commission late last year. Um, in terms of entertainment zoning, the legislation was narrowed in Planning Commission to expand uh, entertainment uses, nighttime entertainment uses along Folsom Street and along 11th Street and remove some of the residential buffers that, that made that challenging previously. Um, there is still, I think, uh, you know, some additional work to do to continue to look at expanding access to um, entertainment uses in the south of market, but, um, but a lot of good stuff in this legislation uh, as it moves forward. Secondly, Supervisor Dorsey's uh, hearing that he called late last year on the nightmare 
concept on, and, and I think more broadly on how we can all collectively uh, and more effectively support the nightlife and entertainment sector. It's my impression that that's something that they're continuing to look at in terms of identifying a date uh, for that hearing. And then uh, final update here is on the Shared Spaces program. The emergency program ends March 31st. Uh, applications for the legislated program were due January 15th, but if businesses have not uh, submitted those applications, they really should do so as soon as possible. Um, legislation was just recently introduced to extend the uh, grace period after the March deadline to help uh, departments in, in, in supporting the transition from the emergency program to the legislative program, including uh, just add music permits as needed. And uh, there's a really a variety of resources on the Shared Spaces page, including uh, uh, some videos around uh, design guidance. And actually, there's some even still upcoming design training sessions, including one on the 24th. And that's my update uh, this time. Happy to take any questions. Thank you. Thank you. I just had a question about the uh, South of Market legislation. Is that, are they waiting for the new land use committee to be set and then have it? Do we have any idea of the timeline on that? We don't, but that's a good question. I'm happy to follow up with the supervisor's office. But yeah, I know that with the, the change in committee compositions, I, I'm not sure that any of the committees are meeting right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'd like to partake in that hearing. I can. Uh, any other questions? All right. Uh, is there any public comment for Mr. Van Houten? There's none. All right. We'll close public comment and we can move along to number seven, which is hearing impossible action regarding applications for permits under the jurisdiction of the Entertainment Commission. And Deputy <laughs> Director Azevedo will be introducing our application tonight. Thanks, President Blyman. So we just have one limited live performance permit for indoor entertainment on the consent agenda this evening. I think you rubbed off on me there. Um, so for conditions, I just want to point out that due to the zoning district of Libreria Pino, which is our one consent application tonight, their indoor entertainment would have to end by 10 p.m. rather than 11. And the central station permit officer included one standard calendaring condition for the permit. Um, EC staff sent an set an internal sound limit for the business, which is listed below. So the staff recommendation for the commission is to vote to approve the consent agenda with the staff recommendations. Got it. Uh, do we have any questions before we open to public comment? All right. Is there any public comment on the consent agenda? There is none. All right, we'll close public comment and then we will entertain motions. I move approval of the consent agenda. Seconded. All right, we can vote. President Plyman. Please. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. Commissioner Torres. Aye. And Commissioner Wong. Aye. I actually thought I had done something wrong and you were saying, President Plyman, can you, I didn't realize I was voting. Aye. 
is what I meant. Sorry, I was saying, please go on. Yeah, I wasn't trying to say, like, please get this over with. Yeah, for the record, President Blyman uh, gives please, this approval. Please approve this, everybody. <laughs> really trying That's to get not, fresh here. I was like, please tell me what I did wrong is what I thought you were going to say. President Blyman, we forgot this or that. Okay. Uh, congratulations. You've been approved. Um, and just follow up with our staff as soon as you can and uh, for next steps. Thank you. Uh, the next and last agenda item is number eight, which is comments and questions. What do we got? Nothing. I uh, just want to note that there was a Chronicle article last week about the state of nightlife and uh, hospitality and going out, and it's very dismal out there. It seems like the people have not yet returned, and everybody's kind of wondering if they're ever going to return at previous numbers, so something to keep everybody's eyes and ears on as we make rules about nightlife going forward. If there are many, many, many fewer customers um, we need to adapt as a government to support the industry because of its cultural and economic impact. So just want to mention that. Any public comment on this agenda item? There is none. All right. We'll close public comment and we can adjourn this lightning fast meeting at whatever time it is at this exact moment. It is 6.01 p.m. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.